Hi friend, welcome back to Holistic Moms. I am so happy you're here today and I'm so happy to be here with you. And today we have got a super juicy episode and it's a long one, but it's worth every minute. It is an interview with my dear friend, Jesse Melcher, who is an amazing mentor and coach and business woman and mom and you are going to love her and you're going to love this conversation so please just hang in there for the whole thing pause it go back to it take if you don't have a bunch of time which you don't just find some time to listen to this whole thing I'm going to keep this short I'll be back on Friday to recap and go over this whole interview so without further ado I'm so excited for you to hear this conversation with Jesse Melcher let's go One word people have used to describe me most of my life is emotional. That isn't a stretch because yes, I am a female, (laughs) but when I was described as being so emotional, so moody, especially as a teenager and in young adulthood when puberty hormones were just strong and I just accepted it as me, that I was just going to be extra emotional and let's not mention how I was practically giving myself whiplash once a month because of these said emotions. This continued for years and not where I'm impossible to live with, but just I used it as a crutch month after month. Oh, I'm getting my period. Uh, Or, oh, that's why that happened. Sorry, it's my period. Sorry, it's that week. But something changed all of that this year. And I can finally say I am over those PMS symptoms. I started taking intuitive nutrition that is hormone and soy isoflavone free to find balance and empower my hormones naturally. It's patent pending unlike anything else. And instead of interfering with natural hormone balance, the menstrual and menopausal formulas deliver key nutrients and potent botanicals to support the female body in every phase and every cycle. Hormones are chemical messengers telling your body vital information. If you have heavy periods, cramping, mood swings, low libido, bloating, hot flashes, night sweats, brain fog, acne, and more, your messengers might need additional support so you can feel your best. Andrea says, because I'm feeling my best, I'm also mommy my best now. Michelle says, Now, all my days are good days. I don't need to blame my hormones anymore. It's just me. Take the fun quiz in the show notes to see if your hormones are telling you that they really need to be balanced. Also, you can find a ton more information at the link in the show notes. Hey mama, are you stressed by the lack of time in the day to do all the things? Are you feeling disconnected from God, your husband, and even your kids because patience and presence seem out of reach? Do you want a healthier body, mind, spirit, and home, but overwhelmed in where to start? Hey, I'm Shan Wright, daughter of the king, wife, mom to four, RN, wellness coach, and I know very well what it feels like to want to live well, but about to lose it with my very blessed full life. After realizing I can't pour from an empty cup, I tracked my way to whole body wellness and so much peace. If you are ready to cancel the stressed out life, learn tactical, intentional strategies as a mom wearing many hats, find more peace, confidence, and joy raising kingdom kids, then listen in. Come on, mama, together we got this. Really, God's got this. So go heat up that coffee again and turn your listening ears on. Let's chat. Okay, welcome. I have a very special guest today, and I'm so excited to welcome on my friend, 
Jesse Melcher. So Jesse, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited to be here. I was elated when you asked me. <laughs> um, of course, I have been waiting to have you on, and I'm so excited to have you on at the start of a new year. This is just like the perfect time. And can you just share with our listeners a little bit about yourself and about your family? Absolutely. So it is such an honor to be here. Thank you so much for having me. My name is Jesse Melcher. I'm a Christian mentor and also a social selling expert. I'm a mom of four and I know a mom of four over here. And, um, my journey really started in 2014. I had a vision. I had a, a idea to have my own business with, um, two kids and diapers. And I thought it was kind of crazy, but I kind of went for it and it evolved. Um, it was a craft business. And so I moved from being a crafter to network marketing, to coaching and speaking, And now I'm also a boutique manager in our, in our community and, um, and God has just done a really incredible work through marketplace ministry. He's really just taken my heart and, um, and really, uh, refined my character through the marketplace and through sales and through motherhood, (laughs) all the things, (laughs) of course, it's the most refining journey you'll ever be on. But there was a time and there's still, there's sometimes is still a time where, um, I want to like pull back on everything and just like do one thing. And I've just learned that God is just really not up to only one thing. Like he's up (laughs) to a lot of things (laughs) and he has a lot of assignments for us. And so, um, throughout my journey as an entrepreneur, it's been about eight years now, um, we have been able to do incredible things. We've funded our home build. We built our dream house last year. Um, and we have uh, traveled. We've seen parts of the world we never thought we'd see. Um, we've been able to provide my, our kids with private school. and just been able to do a lot of great things through just the journey of saying yes to God. Mm. And, um, and so, yeah, I'm really excited to talk about vision. I'm excited to talk to that mom who um, maybe has vision and dreams for her life, but you're like, all I see is diapers right now, or all I see is <laughs> child pickup, or all I see is like the hustle of that. Um, and so, yeah, because I've lived all of it. <laughs> I've been, I'm still in all of it. <laughs> yes, I actually always get shocked when. Um... Jesse does have a podcast. It's not up in, there hasn't been a recent episode, but she has a podcast that's really great. And whenever I listen, she is always, you're always um, sharing stories from your past. And I'm like, wow, you did that too. And wow, you did that too. There's always like more, there's more to the story. Um, And so I love that. And I love how you said he's always up to a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And um, because it's so awesome, he's put so many skills, talents, abilities within each of us. We're each a masterpiece. So um, I guess I didn't mention this, but we both work in the same social retail company. So that's how we know each other and are connected through that. And I've just met so many amazing moms like yourself in that business. And it helps to be surrounded by these women that are pursuing um, 
they're using their talents, gifts, and abilities in all unique ways. And they're also amazing moms. And so I want you to share a little bit with our listeners um, how you are a present mom. Because like you said, you were in diapers when you started your first business, which they were in diapers. You were in diapers yourself. Well, you know, there was a season. <laughs> right, right. We've all gone through that as well. Um, they were in diapers when you first started your first business. And so it's been, and you've had four kids. So um, it's been all the different ages, all the different things, seasons. How have you stayed present in mm-hmm your business and also in motherhood? That's such a great question. And I feel like it's a question I actually answer all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I manage a full-time boutique right now um, in our community and then we have five locations. And so I also wow. do team development across all stores. So um, wow. it's super fun. I love it. But people ask me all the time. They're like, how do you have four kids and how do you have time Cause then they see my brand online and they're like, how are you doing this? And my, my answer is always God builds capacity mm-hmm. as you submit to him. So I didn't just wake up one morning and like have a business, a full-time job for mm-hmm. children. Like I didn't like just wake up and like arrive a place. And I think we have to remember that in this day and age of social media where things just look like something always was depending on yeah. when, you, when you find that person or when you finally, when you connect with a person online, you just don't know their story until you take some interest in them and get to know them and hear their story. And so I would say that as I've said yes to God, my capacity grows a little bit more because with capacity um, and with surrender to God um, comes like a flow of grace. And when mm-hmm. we have God's grace on our life, when we have his, like, when we have his favor and we're doing what he's asked us to do, our capacity will grow larger. And when we yeah. learn to steward that a little bit at a time, um, he entrusts us with more. And so we just keep going and we, and we keep building up this capacity. And we, at some point we realize it's really not in our own strength that we're doing mm-hmm. anything. It's really in God's strength and his divine plan. And when I started my first business, um, when I was 20, about 26 years old, 25 years old, I was pregnant with my second daughter and I was doing booth and I was doing like craft booth and setting up 40 weeks pregnant. And people just thought I was nuts. And they're just like, why, like you have an 18 month old, like you're pregnant. Like, why do you even care to like do this? You just should be home. And what is so crazy is I never actually wanted a career. I know it sounds, that sounds so crazy. You think I probably this like achiever, like goal oriented, like I had all these visions for my life. You guys, my only vision I had for my life, um, and my husband will, will, um, he could like totally back me up on it. Um, is I just wanted to be a mom. You're, my, you and I are the same. So that's that how was I was <laughs> when I was, was in se- <laughs> when I was senior in high school, they're like, Shannon, what are you going to college for? I mean, I was salutatorian. I was like really in the academics and they're like, what are you going to school for? I'm like, 
uh, to be a mom. I don't know. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, like, I, I was forced, know. like, I always say, like, I was tricked into going to college. Like I was basically like, my dad was like, you go to college or I'm not paying for your wedding. And my husband and I are high school sweethearts. And so, um, and we knew we were getting married. Mm-hmm. Then my husband like comes into that, that ultimatum again and was like, I want to get married after college. So college was just like a rite of passage. And it was really like my first test at doing something I didn't want to do. And, and it was my first like, um, act of, um, die to your plan, you know, Mm -hmm. die to your idea of what it should look like. And so that was the first step into, um, helping me submit along the way to God's will and his plan. So I went to college, we got married right out of, right out of college. We were actually in college. We were wrapping up. And then a year later we got pregnant and I had no plans. I had no mm-hmm. big uh, audacious plans for my life. But when I started having children, I began having big audacious vision for them. And mm-hmm. I realized that, um, doing something beyond our four walls, like doing something to actually impact our four walls was going to enrich their lives greater than me. Um, uh, like, like wanting to just have my simple little life, this like mm-hmm. simple little life that I had in my mind of like, I just want to be a stay at home mom. I don't want to do anything. I just want to be the PTA mom. And I'm still the PTA mom. I'm still those things, but it's not, um, it's not restricted. I let God take the lid off of what I thought it should look like and what I thought it should be. And so, um, so I started this business. It taught me how to talk to people. It taught me how to, to sell. It taught me how to like get in, um, a little bit of trenches with people. When I was pregnant with my third, I heard from the Lord. Um, and you know, I wasn't like super like, like what's the word I'm looking for? I wasn't like super into the Lord like I am now. That's like such a superficial way to say it. I knew <laughs> this, but I wasn't, I hadn't like yet died to like everything. Yeah. Surrendered everything. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I was pregnant with my, my third, my girls were chaos. I, I had, I had craft stuff everywhere and we had just moved and I just felt in my spirit. I couldn't even really verbalize it, that I needed to close my business that God was going to bring me something new. So I closed up shop. I liquidated assets. I sold everything. Um, and, and it wasn't like a significant business. It brought in, like it filled in the gaps, you know? Yeah. And my girlfriend calls me about, um, a network marketing opportunity, a friend from high school. And she just got me on the right time. Like it was the right Mm -hmm. day, the right moment. And, um, and I said, yes. And, um, and then I learned the the three years of building network marketing, like a more traditional way. I learned how to do it with babies on my hip. I learned to say yes, even when it felt really hard, I learned to bring my kids along with me. Mm -hmm. And my biggest why was I just didn't want my husband to be a weekend dad. He was working overtime a lot. And, um, because I had this, like, I don't want anything, right. I don't want to do anything, but be a mom. I had this kind of like, um, just like the stuck mentality about our roles. And so he was kind of killing himself. Like 
trying to provide. And we live in Washington state, which is just horrendously expensive. It's, it's actually so stupid. I wish we didn't live here, but we do. <laughs> this is where God has called us. And so we live here and it's just a lot. It's a lot. It's mm-hmm. expensive. Um, it's, it, it's growing costs all the time. You never feel quite caught up. And so my husband was working overtime. And so I made this goal for myself. Um, if I can just bring in a thousand dollars a month to buy mm-hmm. him out of overtime, um, I think our quality of life would be better. And so that was my vision for my family. I didn't have like a career vision for my life, but I had a vision for my family. And what I didn't realize was that my vision for my family would require me to build skills. <laughs> it would require me to build skills. It would require me to get out of my comfort zone. So I started, I joined a BNI. I went to um, networking groups and here I was this young mom with three kids and no credibility. And, and so I built, God built my credibility in those years. He taught me how to get tough in rooms full of men who'd been in business for years. And I'm here, I am pitching my products. And, um, and so he refined my voice. I started taking on different roles within, um, different groups, like secretary. I just kept saying, yes. I was like, sure. Like, yes. Mm -hmm. Like, like, yes. Um, and, and at that same time, God, started just wrecking my heart with, um, past wounds, healing me, delivering me from depression, from anxiety, from, um, really selfishness. I was just really selfish mom. Like I was all in on my, and that's the thing I want to kind of call out in such a gentle and graceful way. Cause I've walked through it. (laughs) We can be so selfish in motherhood. Um, and we don't even realize it. Like we're, we're saying it's all about them, but we're really unwilling to change, to make our situation better. And that's where I was. I was, I was all in on motherhood, but it was all about Jesse. It was all about me. It was all about how motherhood made me feel. It was all about how motherhood um, inspired me. It was all about motherhood and my journey as a mom. And I just, I kind of want to like, I kind of want to challenge that narrative. It's such a millennial nar- narrative. It's such a new age narrative that motherhood is about moms. <laughs> yeah, it's really not. <laughs> and motherhood is about bringing the kingdom of heaven into your home. Yeah, and it's about bringing your children, a, another generation of of people, to Christ. And mm. you have the greatest influence to do that. And and so during my business building journey, God was kind of ripping away these like false idols that I had put in my life. And, um, and he did, he delivered me. It was absolutely incredible how much healing I went through during those years. And in 2019, um, I, I actually lost our, our business. So our company restructured and, um, and our business went away. And I was presented with a new opportunity, which is the one that we're both in. And in 2019, I looked at this opportunity and I realized I'm a different person. Like mm. I have not four children. <laughs> right. Nine, I have four children. I, have nine, I was nine months postpartum when I found um, social retail. And I was just looking at it and I was, th- and I was honestly, I was kind of bored anyway with my last company. So it was kind of nice to like pivot out. Um, I get bored easily. <laughs> like, really, oh, do you? like I'm kind of a busybody. Like yes. I, like my husband's always like, 
you're like the best homemaker. Cause like, I just love to clean. Like I just, I like to clean. I like to set up home. Like I love it. When I'm home, I'm home. When I'm at work, I'm at work. When I'm doing my business, I'm doing my business. Um, the long winded answer to what you asked me was, you know, how do you stay present? Be where you are. Mm-hmm. Like be where you are because how you are one way is how you are every way. And when God delivered me from com- like compartmentalizing my life and people pleasing and selfishness and making everything all about me, I really just went into every arena of my life and followed this, just leave it better. Just leave it better than you found it in motherhood. Like just leave the kids better than you found them. Like in work, in the workplace, just leave this place better than you, than I found it. Operate in my giftings. Some of us as moms, we don't even know what our giftings are. Mm-hmm. And you could probably get like trapped in that victim mentality. I don't even know what I'm good at. Well, it's because you've said yes to nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> you don't know what you're good at because you haven't tried anything. <laughs> and yeah. my journey is just a it's just a journey of like messing up and taking a lot of shots and failing. And then what about the mom that's like, well, I don't have time to say yes. I don't have time to say yes to that thing. Well, I would say you, you probably do. Yeah. Like you, you probably do have time. I, I was a time management. That was my niche actually for a really long time on Instagram. I pivoted out of it since, but time management is a mental thing. It's not an hours thing. It's not a, um, it's a mental thing because we make time for what we, what we, um, want. And, um, and I've caught myself in that in so many different times where I'm like, I just scrolled on social media for an hour. I totally could have built a course, right? (laughs) Like I could have built out this course that I've been meaning to build out, or I binged Netflix till 1am and I'm like, I could have just binged my Bible or I could have just binged, you know, like we have time and time, um, is a mindset. That's a whole, like we could don't totally dive into that, but I'll pause. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm rambling. So I'll pause. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, I mean, I just keep agreeing with everything. I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all very, <laughs> it's all very good stuff. Um, and I can't wait for our friends to hear it because I, um, I do think, um, as I've been there too, a lot of our, our friends are thinking, I I have so much going on. I'm wearing so many hats. How yeah. am I supposed to have time to figure out what I'm good at, what skills and abilities and passions God's put inside of me when my kid is two and I'm supposed to be raising them and they have breakfast and snack and nap and then mm-hmm. they got to go have a play date and then they like they have a full schedule. So how am I supposed to have a schedule? Like there's so many of our friends who say, I'm not living my life right now. I'm putting it on hold until this mm-hmm. kid is in school. Yeah. And then they have another kid. So then it's another five years. Then they have right. another kid. So it's like, there's so many moms that I talk to that their every day is all, and that's what they wanted to do. They had dreams just like us. I want to be a stay-at-home mom. And so they say, I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom, which means my personal goals, passions, purposes are on hold until mm-hmm. all my kids are in school. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to be so busy with their school life that 
I'm also not going to pursue what I'm good at. So how do you talk to them? How do you, um, how do they figure out, uh, that sweet word of balance of still being so, um, present with your two-year-old and all the things that they have going on, but also finding the time Mm -hmm. to pursue these goals, even a business. Um, I don't know what, what words of advice do you have for her? That's so good um, because this is so common and I do feel like we live in a world where we live in a society where um, there's a false sense of humility going on with moms where we make our whole day about our kids Mm -hmm. and their schedules and so I just, I actually want, I, I challenged that mindset because when I lived my life like that, our life was really chaotic. Like when I, like when I, we lived our life based on like the kids's like um, temperament and how, what they quote unquote needed, our life was crazy. But when I, well, to- when a two-year-old runs the show, it is going right. to be chaotic, right? Chaotic. Yeah. And so my encouragement is like, run your own show. Yeah. Like pull the reins in for your family and, and dictate the schedule, um, flip the script, flip the script that like your child has a full schedule and, and flip it around and say, this is what we have time for Mm -hmm. and say no to things. I said no to things for so many years. I said no to so many play dates. I said no to, Um, I said no to my own, I say no to my own kids all the time. Um, my kids are older now, but when they were younger, um, I had no guilt about, um, exposing them to sacrifices and exposing them to the work that I did because the work that I did was ultimately for our family. And I wanted them in on that vision. I wanted them in on the work that it would take when we built our house, we were building social retail from, you know, it's like pandemic and, you know, I was homeschooling all the kids and there were times where my kids would try to override the day. And I would have to say, nope, this is my work time. You will not bother Mm -hmm. me right now. Yeah. Like this is like, this is my work time. And so being able to create that, you know, that's actually safety for them. Like when they understand that the world isn't like revolving around them, Um, when the world is not just only about them, they actually feel safe when we put those boundaries in place for them. And so my encouragement to you, if you are waiting, like if you always let your child dictate your time, they forever will. Um, But if you can, if you can um, take authority over the schedule, over the flow, and you dictate the flow, You'll be able to discern what needs your time and when, because there are times when I say no to a call for a business. Like we can't, I can't get on that call today. My kids really need their mom right now. Yeah. Or like I really, I, I, um, and then there's other days where I'm like, Hey kids, like there's a lot going on in business right now. Mommy needs to make margin for this call. I will be with you after that call. Um, and so just really communicating and setting, um, setting the tone that you're in charge, you know what you're doing, even though, even though sometimes we don't, <laughs> um, right. they can count on you to, yeah, even though sometimes we don't, 
they can count on you to create those margin, that margin, those boundaries for them. And they will learn to respect you as a mom. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm so, so grateful. My children are, my kids are so incredible. Um, but there, there was a time where it was, it was absolutely nuts. And we did build a lot of things with that, with that chaos, but I would encourage you to, um, start small. If you are putting literally everything on hold because you have children, um, say yes to a Bible study at your church mm-hmm. and go once a week, like start mm-hmm. there. You don't have to decide to go build a multi six figure business. Like you don't have to decide those big things. Like I said, in the beginning of the, this podcast, I didn't just arrive. Nobody does. It's a journey. And when I started saying yes, I started really small. It was like, can you volunteer at church, you know, once a week? Yeah, I can do that. Or Mm -hmm. join this Bible study and leave your children one night a week with dad. Like, Mm -hmm. okay. And it was like, I started making these small, like yeses and, and they led to these larger yeses. It was, you know, when we started business, it was like, start posting on social media and make one hour a day for work. Okay. I can do that. My kids will live and be fine with one hour away for me to build my business. Um, and so I think just getting like super clear with the goal with them too, and helping them understand that, um, it's not all about them. <laughs> it's yeah. about family. It's about like the collective family. And we all play a part in that. The parents don't exist to like make the kids life easy or to like cater to their every whim. We coexist to spread the news of Jesus Christ. We coexist to bring glory to God and we coexist together to, um, to build something together as a family. Yes. That leads me perfectly into my next question. So as we are at the start of the new year, um, one of my favorite things my husband and I do is we have like a, a goal date and at the start of the year, and we talk about our goals for the year. Mm-hmm. And, um, part of that is we have personal goals and we have goals for our family and that, you know, runs along the lines of vision. And so I know you love vision. You've already talked about it. I've mentioned it a few times. Um, and I completely love and agree this. Can you share why it's important for a family to have vision for themselves and also to communicate it to the mm-hmm. kids and to all be on board with the vision and, you know, not just bury our head in this season of motherhood. Right. That's so good. I love this topic because, um, I, I was buried in motherhood and, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, there's so many moments that it it's necessary, you know, like I'm definitely not going to tell you to, um, you know, go start a new business after you just gave birth, like your seasons postpartum. So like be in that season. Um, yeah, like you need to, I think the biggest thing with time management and I know I'm going back a little bit, but, and like, and, um, time management being present, all these things, it's really not about doing all of it. It's about having the discernment to know what is the most important and it's having discernment to know what your seasons are. And that's why vision is so important because vision gives you some insight on where you're going and what season that you're in. 
And if you are just kind of blindly going through life in like, um, just like methodical repetition without a lot of like intent, um, you could wake up one morning and kind of wonder where the time went. And so that's kind of the tricky part is that there are really, there are significant seasons in motherhood where you are buried in children and it's the most glorious, most precious season of your entire life. And then there's a season where it's time to now lead them. And that's where vision comes through, comes in. Like vision is really how we lead our children. We are their leaders. Um, my podcast that I have is called the lead her ship podcast. And we are leaders in our home. We have, we have the influence over people who will grow into full fledged adults, um, like give back into the world, have children as well. And so when we are not a mother with vision, our families don't have vision because our, our mom heart, we can see like when we allow God to like come in and like use us as the leaders we are, we get a picture of what our family can do, can be, and we can lead our children into their gifting. We can lead their our children into where they're meant to go. And that's really exciting. That's why I love vision because we, I think collectively as a family, you also have to be rallied around something like the where that's where all the connectivity comes from. Um, I have a friend who she doesn't have children, but my kids call her aunt. Like they call her, um, aunt, auntie. And she t compliments, compliments my children often. She's like, your kids are so connected. And, um, and I'm like, why, why is that? Cause there are a lot of families that are busy and mom's doing everything, but like, there is a lack of connectivity. Like it's interesting. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, and so she's asked me like, you know, about connection. And I, I may always go back to, you know, I think it's about vision. I think it's mm -hmm. about a collective vision that you're all connected to and you're all contributing to it. Kids want to yeah. contribute. They want to be useful. <laughs> and so as you're growing your children, as you're leading your children, having a vision is so important because mm -hmm. you want to be able to take your children somewhere and you can't take your kids anywhere you haven't been. Yeah. Which is why I, yeah. Sorry. I was just going to say, um, I love and sports. And so I love sports analogies. And when you said that, I immediately thought of a team. I was actually, what came in my head was soccer, whatever reason I don't play soccer. That's the one sport, <laughs> but I saw a soccer team running down the field together and they're all going after the goal. And yeah. so they know that's their goal. So they're all connected and they work together as a team to get the ball down the goal. And so their, their vision is the goal. And yeah. I, I just thought as a, as a family, you really are a team. And if you, you each have your role, like the mom and dad are the captains. And right. if you don't know, if you're as a captain, not telling the kids, this is your role and this is what you're supposed to yeah. do in our, yeah. on our team, then how do they know? They don't know. Yeah, don't know. <laughs> they're just going to go in the other goal. They're right. not they're gonna go the wrong or direction. They're gonna do what they're, they're going to do what their flesh is telling them to do. They're going to yeah. do like, what like they feel like doing or what gratifies them. Um, 
that that's a great analogy. It's a perfect yeah. analogy to what I'm trying to say. That's why vision matters so much. And if there's one thing that I could like tangibly um, encourage you to do is create a family mission, mm-hmm. create a family mission. This was something that happened um, kind of organically for our family, but I was, I was working at a coffee shop when I was pregnant with my oldest, I was about ready to transition out and somebody, I don't know who this person was. They were faceless in my memory, but she drove up to this to the window and she asked me not the gender, not their name, not, you know, not all the generic questions that you would ask a new mom. But she said, what do you hope to teach your children? Mm. And it was the most tender and like genuine question I had ever heard and never had anybody in all four pregnancies. It's still the one that just no one's ever asked me that again. And I said, you know, I really hope to teach them to leave people better than they found them. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of organically like fell out of my mouth. Like not something I'd ever thought of. I, I felt like it was a Holy spirit moment. The Holy spirit was just like, just, yeah. it was like really like a p- appointment, divine appointment. Didn't even know what divine appointments were there then, but it just fell out. And I came home and I told my husband and I said, I want our family to have a mission. I want mm-hmm. our family to be about something. I don't want to just exist. I don't want to just like do the whole charade of, of having kids and school and sports and all the chaos. Like I want it to have meaning. And, and so we created and we have it all in our house. We have two different signs and it says, leave people better off than you found them. And then it says um, our, our values are be, be strong, be humble and be kind. And those are just, those are the three values that our family is surrounded around. Like, are we being humble in this moment? Are we being kind? And then are we being courageous? Are we being strong and courageous? And so I would, if you want something tangible, because vision is intangible. Mm -hmm. It's like, I would have to walk you through like a workshop to like, get you to dig deep and submit, get to the vision, give you scripture, help you pray on. Like, I would have to guide you through a little bit more to, you know, I can't give you vision. I can maybe spark something for you to go pray. God gives you the vision. He -hmm. will give you if you ask for it. And if you want it, if you're stuck and you're just, I wish you could see my hand, but I'm like putting a cap on my head, like a limit. If you constantly are telling yourself that you don't have time, that you don't know what you're good at, that you'll wait until Mm -hmm. guess what? There's no room for vision. There's no room for God to come in and, and, um, and kind of reroute you because you've already decided. So I want you to take that cap off of you and your, your, your most tangible decision today could be God, I'm going to take the lid off of my life. And I want you to tell me the next best step. And that's where you should start today. Um, and then for those of you who are, maybe you're a little bit farther in on your journey and you're like, I'm already doing that, but I'm still like, blah, I'm everywhere. Ask for your mission. What's your mission? Because when you have a mission around everything that you do, um, you build cohesiveness in your life and all the different quote unquote hats, they don't feel like 50,000 roles because the mission's the same wherever you are. And that's what eliminates all this exhaustion because you're like, I got to put my mom hat on. Oh, now I got to put my 
teacher hat on. And now I got to put all of that is gone. And you just are set with your one crown, right? Because you're a daughter of a king and mm-hmm. everything will flow through that one thing, that one mission Yeah, so for that mission and instill it in your children and lead them to, to rally with you in that mission. Yes. Um, so when this airs, mm-hmm. we will have already talked about epiphany, but, um, I don't know what I'm going to say on that podcast yet, but last year when my family celebrated epiphany for the first time, mm-hmm. we took that opportunity to, and I will share all about what epiphany is in the future episode, but, um, or I have what well, anyway, anyway, <laughs> rewind. So I, we introduced epiphany last year to our family and it is a way, a simple way for you guys to come up with a yearly mission Mm -hmm. as a family and you can come up with a huge mission. And, uh, you know, as long as you all are a family, this is your mission. You can also come up with a epiphany for the year. And we did that last year for the first time. And, um, it came in this really cute advent box that my kids school gave them and it came with a little star and you wrote the word on the star, your epiphany, and you put it on your door. So it was a constant reminder. It was there. You saw it. Um, it actually fell down a ton of time. So I was always putting it back up, reminding myself what it was and it was peace. And we came up with that as a family. So every time our family was out of alignment with peace, which was a lot, right? Um, it was a way to remind them, Hey, what's our word of the year? What are we, what is, what mission did God give us for this year was to have more peace in our home. And right now, all of this is not peaceful. So how can we get back to that? So it was, um, so good. Now I don't know what our epiphany was this year yet, but, um, it helped us so much. And I just love that. So that's a small way that you can start. So, um, just come up with one word, come up with one simple mission to start. And then God will give you more to build off of for your family. And, you know, all the players that you have in your family, if you have a large family, you just have one kid, you know, it, I think that matters too. And like, he's going to give you something that's unique for your, your family. So I am so thankful you shared all of that with us. It was so good. Um, I, I've already stolen a lot of your time, so we'll wrap up here. But um, I would actually like if you would pray for our moms out there. I would love to pray. Okay. Oh my goodness. What what an honor. Dear Heavenly Father, we just, we praise your name. We thank you so much for what you're doing through this podcast and that Shannon's been so obedient to your call. And so Lord, I just, I pray over the moms, every mom who's listening to this podcast episode, I pray that she just hears the grace that you have for her. It's not earned. It's not rewarded. It's just freely given through what you do. And so Lord, I pray that, I pray that they receive your grace and that they surrender any any scarcity that they can surrender any fear that they surrender their anxiety so that you can come in and, and love them. I think we are so equipped when we understand the love of, of you, father God, that you are just so incredibly loving and that you have a plan and a purpose for each mother on this call and her family. 
And so, Lord, I pray that I pray that women boldly walk forward in courage in 2024. I pray that they boldly walk forward in discernment in 2024. And I pray that they hear your voice crystal clear. I pray that every single woman who hears this podcast tonight, today, I pray that she has a fresh revelation, a fresh vision for her family and for herself through you, God, and that that vision glorify you across the land. Lord, I pray that that I pray that moms uh, rise up in this hour, that they're bold with their children, that they're bold with their belief in you, God, that they, that they write the word of you in their children's hearts, Father. Lord, we love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesse. It was so great having you on today. I just know this blessed so many people. Um, and hey, we'll have to do it again. Yes. Can't wait. Thank you so okay. much for having me. Thank you. Hey, Wellness Warrior. I pray that blessed you. And if so, it would bless me big if you would write a five-star review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Not only would this make me super happy, but it will allow for others to find this show too. Also, I love to chat over on Instagram, so make sure to take a screenshot, share to your Instagram stories, and tag me at the Shan Wright so I can see it and we can keep chatting and bring other moms to chat with us. Until we get to chat again, mama friend, may the Lord's face shine upon you and give you peace.